Hello, naughty children, and welcome to the Patreon shoutouts for this episode of the MCU Thoughtcast. Remember, if you want shoutouts or a unified feed of all of our shows or little kisses from me, all you gotta do is go to patreon.com slash somegoodshows and join the Golden Skull tier just like... Alice Montgomery, Andrew Albers, Ben Krieger, Casual Colleen, Charlotte Ellis, Colleen Humphreys, Doc Rubente, Domino RBG, Eddie De Santiago, Emma the Seance, Emphatic Olive, Ezra F and Science Man, Kirby's Creeper, Kyle Hatfield, Matt aka Stormageddon, Nancy Konek, Shoutout Cam's Mom, Nene12715, Nesnik Potter, Niall Glover, Pilmax, Sammy V, Spence, Steph, Stephen Mayfield V Dion, and Zach. Now without further ado, listen to this goo. <laughs> what should I choose to? Is there anything in this show worth choosing to? No. Uh, Can you name a woman? The therapist. Cheers to her. Okay. Hello and welcome to the MCU Thoughtcast, where we endeavor to watch all the entries in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm your host, Pilmak. And I'm your host, Audrey Anderson, and today we are talking about The Falcon and the Winter Soldier episodes 1 through 3 from 2021. Our Disney Plus synopsis is Marvel Studios' The Falcon and the Winter Soldier stars Anthony Mackie as Sam Wilson, a.k.a. Falcon, and Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes, a.k.a. Winter Soldier. The pair, who came together in the final moments of Avengers Endgame, team up on a global adventure that tests their abilities and their patience. Uh... Hey, this this show really tested my patience, you know? Yeah. Uh, Do you want to speak to that? I don't know that this is better than Ultron. I don't know that I hated it. I don't... I think that's further than I would go. For I don't think I remember anything about... I don't know the plot of this show. That's the problem I have, is, like, I'm bored. But... (laughs) I'm so fucking bored. Ultron, I was less bored and more just angry and, like... That's fair. Sitting through it and just like stewing about it. Whereas this one, I was just kind of like checking my phone. I was on Twitter. I was in voice chat. I got up and walked away, forgetting that I was supposed to be watching this and taking notes. I was, um, I closed it at one point. Yeah. I, I like this. This was bad. I, I, the felt, writing was bad. I felt the runtime in this. I was, yeah, checking. I was like, we have that much left. Granted, there's like 10 minutes that are just credits at the end. So every time that I open up an episode, I'm like, 50 minutes. It's, it's yeah. not, but it, 40 minutes it, it feels like it feels pretty long. It drags. It's like cr- the plot is crawling. Yeah. And like, I think it seems like there is some stuff that Disney is trying to do here that is like, Timely and like lightly political, but not so political that they won't be able to sell their merchandise, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the it's same like time, shit. it's not good and it's not interesting or new either. It's just kind it's- of like they they were going to have to address the the fact that their their new Captain America, which I assume that's where this is heading. I don't know. I don't care. Cause but like they're going to have to address that the new Captain America yeah. is black. Sam Mackey's black. What? I know. Why didn't you tell me sooner? Based on these episodes, you would never. Kn- no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> is he? Oh, is it, was it proud and openly black? I understand what they're. It's it's half-assed, right? Uh-huh, they're uh-huh. they're making one political statement that you know I can agree with, and then at the same time, 
they don't know how to do villains. I wonder what that writer's room looks like. Uh, never mind. I've Googled it. Oh, no. I'm right. Is Who, who wrote it? Several old white men. I, I just assume that I'm not going to be happy. Julia Louise Dreyfus is in this. Maybe later. Maybe later. I don't, I shouldn't be like on the yeah, general I, part of the Are you the worried Wikipedia. about spoilers for the show we don't understand? I understand it. Sorry, it's just understand was the wrong boring. word. Let's just, let's, let's just, get through this. Let's just get beat by beat. But first, a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by games on your phone. When you don't want to watch what's on the TV screen, it's just really handy to have something in your pocket that you can turn all of your attention to and pretend you're not sitting in front of your TV. Mobile games. That was perfect, actually. Thank you. So we start with Anthony Mackie and that fucking facial hair they insist he have. It's very sharp. It's Why is it like that? I don't know. It, it doesn't grow that way. It's got to be a lot of work to get into that shape. That's felt that they have <laughs> glued to that man's face in they, that weird shape. It's not the shape of his face. It's the shape of the facial hair, you know? Yeah. So Why is there a circle around your mouth? So I had completely forgotten that Bucky and uh, Sam were both blipped. So a lot of the show mm. is dealing with the blip and the fallout from that. And mm -hmm. when half of the world's population came back, it displaced a lot of people. And now there are like refugee settlement camps. And that's like the huge thing in this show. And then in Sam's life, he uh, his sister like had to run their family's business in his absence while he was gone for five years. It's fishing? And yeah, it's yeah, it's some kind of fishing boat, but then she's also like they're packing up like boxed lunches and then she's like canning honey in like one of the episodes too, so I don't know. But it, it's something What do these people do? I, I don't know. I thought the box lunches was like a community work thing. It could have been. I don't really understand. I don't know. And she she is really mad at Sam. <laughs> and I don't yeah. It, he Seems didn't choose. He didn't choose to get like snapped. I don't know. He's trying to help now. Yeah, I, I don't know. But maybe Disney doesn't know how to write a black woman unless she's angry. Yeah the the episode I think starts with the it starts with the end scene in uh, End Game where uh, Steve Rogers is telling Sam like he he tells him to, like pick up the shield. He goes, "How does it feel?" Sam goes, "Like it's someone else's," and Cap goes, "It isn't." And then I just wrote, thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> that actor will never not no. feel like Joe Biden to me. Chris Evans? No, the old. In an, Chris Evans in an old suit? Is that still Chris Evans? Pretty sure. Okay. Well, maybe he'll age to look like Joe Biden. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be really funny. I really want it to happen. I wonder if it's very strange as an actor to have like a bunch of like aged up makeup put on you and then you kind of just like look at it and like... This is what I'm going to look like. Yeah. I think that would be I'd really like uncomfortable for me. I wonder how Johnny Knoxville feels about his old suits and shit. Wait, can we get him on the line? He's a friend of the pod. Johnny Knoxville is aging very gracefully, I feel like. I think he's going to look I'll great. I'll fucking say. Yeah. Yeah. Silver Fox. All right, anyway. Okay. <laughs> like I said, I'm watching this in voice chat and I'm already groaning about how annoying it is because mm -hmm. it's just military propaganda. It's the yes. red, white, and blue suit. It's the wide shot, zoom out, music swells. It's Anyway, I'm groaning about this and Zach says, you know what? You're a victim to me <laughs> as I'm being forced to watch this fucking military propaganda. That's so fun. But it's it's 
it's bad military propaganda too because it also will do the like well we'll critique this aspect of the military but the they're good guys and most of the guys in there are doing their best and have the best like intentions yeah. and what are you there's what only are you a talking few about? nazis there's only there's a, a few, few nazis like, in the military fashy guys that are cool with like breaking the law don't worry about it yeah only 50 percent of the police force is nazis don't worry about it yeah for more information google 40 percent of cops <laughs> uh so like the open like Sam is on this like secret mission or whatever. He's got his Red Wing drone because we love we love the drone. Um, Detroit, and he's after these guys from LAF. Do we know who that is? No. This is like this is this like a new bad guy? And like I don't think I think they kind of dropped this once they went after like the flag smashers. But these LAF bad guys are like trying to kidnap a military like officer. And Sam's trying to rescue him. They have a Wikipedia page, and this is all they've done. Are you fucking kidding? What is this, then? They cr- it's like the shortest Wikipedia page I've ever seen for a Marvel entity. I. Why would you even start it that way, then? A criminal organization that seeks to take advantage of the aftereffects of the blip in order to make profit? And then if you check history, it's just the Winter Soldier. <laughs> what? I hate this so much. Are you you have so much me? source material. What are we doing? Oh my god! I was I was coming in here <laughs> feeling like I was going to defend it like a little bit. What the fuck no. is this? No. Okay. No. Great. You know, like we love it so much when these movies at least are they care. They care mm-hmm. about what they're doing, and they put the Easter eggs for the fans, and they do the cute little nods, and like. They give the actors more than one take, and this show clearly didn't do any of that. And, like, when we were- They didn't have the time for a second take. <laughs> They're on a budget. When we were talking during, like, WandaVision, WandaVision, so much of it was, like, FOMO, like, people were watching it as it came out, and they were, like, live-tweeting it, and, like, it was a huge, like, on, like discussion point for people, and then we kind of came to the realization that we didn't hear people talk about this show, like, at all. <laughs> At all. Uh, I've never heard someone talk about this show. That's terrifying. Like, ended. like yeah. Ugh. It just got erased. I just, I don't know. So, like, uh, after this mission is, because also this, like, fight in midair and, like, trying to get this guy back. Like, I don't give a shit mm-hmm. about this. I really like, at, like, good action sequences, but all of this stuff in the air, like, I just, I was kind of bored with. And We've been watching so much John Wick, and it's so much faster and snappier and, and like, fun, beautifully choreographed yeah. and fun. And, like, these fight scenes are, like, I understand, I understand why Marvel fans love these movies, mm-hmm. again, because it tends to be the only media consumed or consumed in a bubble when yeah. there's no other action movies and shit coming out during the pandemic when this came out. And maybe it's That's been true. a while since you've seen a good-ass fight scene. I recommend John Wick. <laughs> John Wick is so well choreographed. The actual plot is like insane. Oh, it's silly fun. Silly uh, fun. And like the lore and universe is bonkers, but absurd. Absurd. But it's but it, like, so leans fun. into it. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is dumb, but we really, we really fucking mean it. Uh, and like Marvel tries to be like, we take ourselves so fucking seriously. Yes. You're a comic book. I, you should not take yourself seriously. It'd be so much more fun. There was a point, I think, during episode two where I literally wrote down, I would rather just be watching The Winter Soldier again. Those fight yeah. scenes were a lot, but they were clean. They were, they like, were good. crisp They're and, fun. like, so well co- like 
coordinated and choreographed. Like I love these two that. had such better banter in movies yeah. than they do. In, they have horrible chemistry. Their in dynamic the show, in the show reason. is nothing. And because the actors have done it before so well, I don't know what went wrong here. Is it the writing? Is I, it the directing? Are was, they actually not very good actors? I'm just like overcrediting them. So like what's the first three episodes have different writers. They're all choreographed by Carrie Skogland. Uh-huh. Uh well, I've I've never heard of before. I have no idea who she is. I don't know anything about coordinators though. I wouldn't yeah, have recognized. I don't know. But yeah, I just I don't know. When when they had the Russo brothers directing these, like it felt really crisp. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh whenever Sam is done with this mission, he's talking to one of his fellow like operatives, Torres. And the second I clocked this guy and how he was like the goofy side character, I was like, oh, he's going to get I thought he was going to get killed. <laughs> yeah, he kind of just got beaten the fuck up. But I, I thought think he, he was might get killed later. We've got more episodes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. If they want to give us like some kind of like emotional like you cared about this character and I'm just going to look at it and be like, nah. Um, yeah. But yeah, he yeah, yeah. informs Sam of a group called the Flag Smashers <laughs> and his like thing that he says that he's horrified by is like they they don't want nations or borders oh my god <laughs> oh every no. time they have a villain i'm like hmm. yeah maybe maybe it doesn't matter but they has got a point they're gonna do the thing where it's like oh this villain was sympathetic and you kind of see where they're coming from well we're gonna make them comically evil and i yeah. knew we were going in that direction didn't make it any less disappointing Frankly, I think I'm still on their side. <laughs> I mean, she was right, technically. <clears throat> um, Not morally. Well, I, do, I don't remember what the, the point was, but I do remember being on their side. Okay, so we got a bunch of military propaganda. We've got boots on the ground, sir, and like all this lingo and shit. They seem to sound yeah. cool. The French are the villains again. Oh, I um, didn't realize that. That's funny. Yeah, they were French. It was very, like, <laughs> I don't know why we're going after the French, but we should keep doing it. <laughs> Um, he tackles a man through a helicopter yeah. to save him. Like, presumably that man who is tied up was seat beckled, seat beckled, seat beckled, 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 beckled. I guess not. I don't know. If you're like kidnapping hostages, you might not care about their safety as much. You might not have buckled them in right away. Well, they want him alive and there's an open door. What's stopping oh, right. him from killing himself? That's true. But also like... The fact that he's getting carted around by these, like, flying squirrels is so humiliating to me. Just, like, yeah. not only did you get captured, but, like, by these guys? They look goofy as They look fuck. so goofy. They're just, like, flying around, like, in their squirrels. You look suits. like an air mattress, dude. It's so funny. And then comes, like, Falcon, who also ostensibly looks ridiculous, but, like, comparatively? Stop putting these weird ass, oakly ass looking goggles on Anthony Mackie. That so man's shitty. bone structure deserves better. And they have like X-ray capabilities, so he can like look through the wall and see how many like people are in there. Like, what are we doing? See all the naked ladies. Yeah, yeah. And like he, he. Hey, actually, to... maybe you shouldn't have X-ray that close to your eyes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how X-ray works, but I, I gotta wear a lead vest when I get X-rayed. <laughs> I don't know because it's not real. <laughs> oh, that's fair. All right, go on. But it seems like Steve, or not Steve, Sam uh, also seems to work on this stuff himself. Like later on, he's like working on the drone himself and like reprogramming it. And he, the like Torres offers to like work on it. And he's like, no, every time I let you get like somebody from ops touch it, like it comes back glitchy. 
So he, Sam also like seems to be very like technologically savvy and we could get like, why don't we have more of that? Well, because we've got 400 fucking Avengers that are that. I guess that's true. But none of them, like... Why do they all have to be these Mary Jane-ass technological geniuses? If we're if we're going to have the conversation about, like, racial discrimination in these movies, which is a big part of these episodes, then it's, a, it's actually, like, a big deal to have a black guy who can do all of this stuff. Because up until this point, it's been Tony Stark, it's been Bruce Banner, and, like, a couple of other people that can work on this stuff. It's never... Like, we don't get to see a whole lot of, like black hackers or anything like that so i think that would have been an interesting nerdy shit it would have been less like beat you over the head with it at least mm-hmm. i don't they know they do make sam quite a fucking nerd like that's they put true. that man in khakis and a the big three that part oh i was so excited oh. we'll get to that that's cute Ugh. okay um, also real quick is steve dead yeah i don't know what it was fuck? very confusing they have like a memorial for his okay, so that's like the first point so yeah. we'll, we'll get to that like immediately so the stupid USA Air Force propaganda shit and they ask him what he's going to do and he says moon stuff. What does that mean? It was a when joke. When Anthony Mackie said he was going to go do moon stuff. It, what does that mean? It was a joke because that kid at like uh, Torres. Torres was the one that was like, you know, there's like conspiracy theories about what happened to Steve and like, I don't believe them, but like, can you just confirm for me that Steve's not on the moon? Okay. Okay. Thank you. And so then, when <laughs> Sam like leaves and Torres is like, "What are you gonna do?" He's like, "Moon stuff," like as a joke, yeah. like not real. Okay. Thank you. Um, All right. Thank you. It, it's okay, so it's easy to, this... to get confused if you're not paying attention because it's really boring. And I wasn't, and I don't blame yeah. you. So we get to this memorial, this honoring of Steve's legacy, and I'm like, "Is Steve in fucking hospice? Could he not make it?" I truly like. Is he I don't know. dead? They don't ever state that he's dead. It's only been five years since the blip. I think Chris Evans is out. I think he's done. So, okay. like, they can't bring back that They should have just killed him. Yeah, they, they should have. frankly, just fucking killed him. They should have had him, like, <laughs> immediately on that bench after saying goodbye, just, like, heart attack, gone. Crook. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so mean. Well, like, and theoretically, Steve, which him coming back as an old dude in this universe was also stupid, and we've discussed it already. But yep. Peggy already died. He let 9-11 happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Peggy died in what was it like Civil War or something? Yeah. So he might. So he lived like a decade without her. Was it a? De- I don't know how long these like how much time is in between. Frankly, after but... Peggy died, why didn't you immediately go find your boys and tell them what happened? Why? There's a lot of questions about why he did what he did. Oh, Stephen. All right. We get to a museum of Stephen now. Yes. Because the again, he's in hospice and they took all of his shit. Yeah. We've got Chekhov's gun, that fucking motorcycle. Someone's going to drive it. I know oh, it. I, didn't I even know see it, that. dude. I, I Every hope time Sam we see that motorcycle, on a motorcycle museum. Yep. Actually, I guess Bucky has already done motorcycles. Maybe it'll go to him. We've got a lot of options here, but that motorcycle is being ridden. Yeah. Um, God, I hope so. Maybe you know what I mean. Let, let Bucky Barnes do the Akira slide. Yes. And then we get a fucking Bucky Barnes jump scare. He Kool Aid mans through the fucking wall, hails Hydra. When we see Bucky, he again has that fucking muzzle on, and I just like, does he have a biting problem he's- with other kids on the playground? Why has he got to wear that? He looks fucking ridiculous. Oh, is he masking for the pandemic? He's just, you know, whenever they take him to get his vaccinations, he just gets a little bit, like, aggressive, and they just want to be, <laughs> like, they just want to be as safe as possible. They, like, grab a, they they, grab a they roll of his a neck. They around him that says nervous, like, with those dogs. <laughs> They use a yellow leash on him. Yeah. 
Zemo grabs a, a roll of his neck fat to stick the needle in so he doesn't feel it. So he's finally in therapy. This was a dream. Oh, that was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because initially I see this and I'm like, damn, I love Bucky, messy bitch. Because he's just like aggressive in his fight scenes. I love it. Yeah. Um, And then he shoots a guy that was like a witness to it, but wasn't one of his targets. And so that was like his nightmare. And then we cut to him in therapy. Yeah. Where he's not having nightmares. No. he His dynamic with his therapist is really weird. I feel like they were trying to make it- He calls her passive-aggressive. Yeah. And, like, she is, like she's also kind of weird. I don't think she's a very yeah. good therapist. She's not professional. No. And I think it's because she's a military therapist, because she's like, when I was in ops or whatever, and it's like, yep, yep. oh, I immediately don't like you then. <laughs> yeah. Boot. So they got three rules, don't break the law, don't hurt people, and, like, apologize or, like, tell them you're not the Winter Soldier anymore or something. Uh, the third rule wasn't so clear. The third one, maybe it's you're not the Winter Soldier anymore or something. I don't know. Because, like, so they, like, say the rule and they cut to the past of him not doing it. Yeah. Right? And this is, like, so a they- recent one, too, because he, <clears throat> he tells her, like, I was working on my list of, like, amends. And there was oh. a senator that he helped get elected when he was Winter Soldier by, like, taking people out for her. Um, who's abusing power and so she's on his list of like people he's trying to make amends for and so Mm -hmm. in this flashback he was tailing her and recorded her like in a car with somebody else being like oh well then just kill people you know like senators do uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) probably i I do uh hey josh hawley's up for re-election soon make sure you register to vote his address in virginia is easy to find what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. He oh, chokes on his own dick. Uh, Bucky is, like, intimidating the senator, puts a, like, recording device in her car, and then remote controls her car somehow. What? What? Did you- He's got, like, he's in the shadows in this parking garage. He's got a tablet, and he's, like, driving, like, making the car go to scare her. And did you watch the episode? I watched three of them. Okay, let me run you through- let me run you. I remember. This. I remember. It's a woman senator. Yes. I remember. He says, uh, "Hi, I'm Bucky Barnes. I'm no longer the Winter Soldier." Enter her window, and then he like leaves, and the guy's like, "I didn't see anything," and he shoots him. Yeah, it, it, uh, I was probably just on Twitter during the chase scene. If I'm being perfectly yeah, honest, between, I'm sorry. The show was boring as fuck. In between, like putting the track, like the device on her car, and like her ro- like rolling down the window and saying like hi i'm not the winter soldier anymore he remote controls the car to like erratically like go back and forth to scare the shit out of her okay so he didn't break the law and he didn't injure her he- yeah and like after physically the, the therapist like <clears throat> says like rule two like don't hurt it. and this is so important and he goes why isn't it rule one uh just don't hurt anybody and it shows him fair. shooting that guy well Everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. Thank you so much. To me, you are perfect. (laughs) So she, the therapist, asks for his phone and he hands it to her unlocked. And she looks at this like, who's Caitlin? (laughs) Is this Tinder installed on your phone? Oh my God, Bucky should not be on Tinder. He's not ready. Why is your therapist going through your phone? That's insane. I think it was just to pro- point, like, prove the point of, like, you have 10 contacts in your phone. Like, what are you doing? You're not responding to Sam's messages, which is, like, why does Sam message him anyway? I thought Sam didn't like him. You know? Come on. They don't, they don't like each other. Like, like not they don't real. like, like each other. 
but they're buds. I, they, they're grumpy buds. They're the only like connection that either has anymore to Steve, and I think that's the only thing keeping them together. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What even? What even happened? Like, oh my god! I literally say in my notes, "Holy shit! I'm so bored." I picked up my phone and scrolled Twitter. I don't know how much time I lost. I didn't even realize. <laughs> Um, also at the start of, at the start of the therapy scene, I did write, is this the Sopranos? (laughs) And I'm right. Um. So we get to the parents' boat, which is named Paul and Darlene, as in the parents named the boat after themselves. Yeah. What? Why? (laughs) It's so weird. And it's like being held together with, it's like a rundown boat that they've been like fixing and like holding together with duct tape or whatever. And can an individual person earn a living fishing? They used to be that able is to. In 2024, when this is taking place? This is in 2021, but even still, no. Like, Excuse me, in 2024, LAF attempted to take advantage of chaos, which occurred after the blip, and make money. Is One this- attempt was kidnapping Captain Vassant. You think I closed that Wikipedia page? You're out of your mind. Did they seriously, this is 2024 that this takes place in? Are we sure? Yes. Yes. That sucks. <laughs> Why? Nice try. I don't Why know. are they so bad? I don't. Who cares? There's no reason for this to take place one year in, or two years in the future. Right. It's so weird. Yeah, I think they just kind of like fucked up because like in between Infinity War and Endgame is supposed to be five years, but in real life they came out one year apart. I think they just fucked Holy it up. Holy shit! I think they I think that was up. bad planning. Uh, Oops. Regardless. <laughs> Well, maybe that's why right. she also does the boxes and the honey is like it doesn't it's not enough to actually make ends meet. OK, OK. I don't know. Uh, but regardless, so the, he wants he wants like she she's like, yeah, I just needed to get to stay together long enough to sell it, sell this boat. And Sam immediately is like, you can't sell the family boat like we can make this work. And it's like, Sam, you're not going to be here actually putting in the work. You're going to be off doing shit. But he insists, but, he's like, no, I'll, I'll talk to the bank and we'll get it taken care of. Which is heartbreaking, yes. devastating, soul crushing, because that would have worked for Steve. Yeah, it really would have. But Falk doesn't have the name recognition. He doesn't have the public support. Well, and he's black. And even once. And that banker is definitely racist. Yeah, even once the banker like recognizes it's him, he like turns them down and. Even says then ask for a selfie exactly, and he even says like your family has been banking with us for generations, but I still can't, and I'm really sorry, but I can't do the loan. And it's like thank you, West Fargo or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hey everyone, listen to me. Pull your money out of major banks and put it into a credit union. Major banks use your money to invest in shit that you don't like and don't want them to invest in. At the very Things least, that you would not invest in. Just, so don't. Just not West Fargo because they have been show like it has been Wells Fargo, proved- babe. Wells Fargo, whatever. Uh, yeah. I've never banked with them, uh, but thank you. Good. Uh, mm-hmm. Wells Fargo like opened up accounts in people's names without their permission. Chase did it too. Yeah, and like they they also were shown to have like racist like ag- like explicitly oh, racist banking practices. Like, well, I mean, redlining, right? Um, Bank of America also. Bank of America is also abbreviated Bofa, and why would you want to bank there? But the cost of that boat, and frankly, their house, and also all of their businesses, is a rounding error to Pep Pep. So why don't you call her up and ask for some of that Stark money? That's a really good. Point. And also, it is nothing to her. Also, what does Sam make doing these like freelance missions? They kind of the talk about it in nothing. Why? This is goodwill. 
Why would you do anything for the military for free? Also, he's Air Force or something, so shouldn't and like, he's an Avenger? Seems? Like explicitly, right? Do the Avengers pay him? Does Stark pay him? Do they not get paid? I don't understand. Everybody else in they, the U.S. government gets paid. I think they intentionally left it vague. Mm. Yeah, I don't really, right. I don't really understand why this is a problem when you know so many rich people. He goes to a bar, and I forgot the entire purpose of the scene because there is a blue bottle in the middle of this scene that looks superimposed, and it is like glowing bright blue, distracting so much throughout the scene that I took five notes about that bottle, and I do not know what they talked is about. Is this when Bucky is in the bar? I don't know. Uh, okay, so Bucky goes out to lunch with his neighbor, whose name I've forgotten and didn't write down. Um, and they're, they regularly every Wednesday get lunch together. They go to the same restaurant, usually order the same thing. And then this waitress like is coming up and talking with them. And this, it's not that, but go on. Well, when is, when is he in a bar? Sam's like a bar top and it's very dark. Talking to the bartender or maybe it's his sister. I should have taken a screenshot. That bottle, that bottle. Fuck, it's, I'm sorry, I have it's no memory so of distracting. I'm sure it was great. It's all, I think it's actually all I remember from the show <laughs> is that fucking blue bottle. Hmm. I want to talk to set design immediately. They're making horrible decisions. Okay, so they're at lunch. They always order the same thing. I don't remember the old man's name, but he like asked the waitress to go on a date with Bucky for him. And I think it's really cute because Bucky is from the 40s and he's still really old fashioned about it. And he was like, no, 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 I had like a process. And then when he, sh well, also when he shows up for the date, he like gives her like a bouquet of roses and she's like, that's so old fashioned. I thought that was cute. You know what's wild? But I have no memory of that. Really? None. <laughs> I have no, you could have made that fucking up. Oh I have no God. idea what you're talking about. What is this show? I don't know. We're both just <laughs> making it up at this point. I like, everything I've said is like something that genuinely I saw. I am not making anything up. I swear to God. But I don't know if you are or not. I'm 100% serious. The pacing of this show is such unbelievable dog well, shit to me. It was so slow. And then, like, something would happen, but it wasn't, like, it didn't and we, we had Like, this whole show was so long, and it didn't happen. This, this first There's episode felt so long. This is still the first episode! Yeah. I think I think it feels so long because it has the Avengers problem where you have multiple main characters and they're not together yet. So it's flipping back and forth between the two. Yeah. And I don't know the order that these things happen in. And it kind of doesn't matter. And flashback. Uh, and it's like once once the characters are together, it's less confusing how the, the events carry out. But like, God, the, the, uh, I hate this. OK, my notes get really bad here. Mm hmm. And I don't know what this scene is. Okay, but great. I'm confident there is a whole bunch of people in masks yes. gathering. Torres, okay, great. And I, Torres has gone off like, on oh his my... own to investigate the flag smashers. Okay. That's who these guys I are. I thought they were a flash mob, and I thought they were going to do Gaga, and I was very excited. They didn't. <laughs> no, they're robbing a bank in Switzerland. I also didn't yes, realize they up. were in Switzerland. That's just on the Wikipedia. Me either until now. Oh, okay, cool. They're robbing a Swiss uh, so, bank. Big guy jumps through the window that we've seen before on video with two Duffies, and he hands them off to his homies and keeps walking straight, like ominously, badassly. So, like, look he looks casual. like the comrade. Yeah, you want this fucking comrade on your team. He's unbothered by all this chaos. Mm -hmm. And then he sees one of his homies about to get done in by a cop, and he takes a second to rip that cop off him and do a smash. And like, 
I'm on their side. <laughs> you don't even know what their like whole shtick is yet at this point, but yeah. I don't know what I would Other than right. like Torres horrifyingly saying like that they don't want borders. Can you believe that? I just It's fine. But uh yeah, he gets his shit kicked in, Torres does, because Yeah. Oh, by big guy? Yeah, because Oh, that was Torres! Yeah. Yeah. Big okay. guy okay, okay. has superhuman strength and they find out later that it, he's a super soldier and that's a bad <laughs> that's bad. Oh shit! And then we get to the selfie scene. the The banking scene happens now. Whatever, whatever. Okay. Um. So it's really weird to me that Sam's so worried about his family legacy, babe. You are the Falcon. Yeah. You are the legacy. You are the legacy. Just, if no one else already was, you've done it. Like you're a fucking superhero. And I imagine there's there's a huge point of pride to like a family business and like keeping that going as the kids. And like I get that. But also your sister, who is the one doing all of the work, has said she's out. Like, she wants this to be done for. Like, it's not really your place to tell her Let no. Let her. You have to keep doing all of this right. work and not being able to make ends meet, even though you have two because fucking kids. Yeah. I just like that it's around, so we should keep having it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not practical. I'm sorry. No, fuck that. And then, so the episode ends with his sister. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Because I, I didn't put a marker between the first yeah. and second, so thank you. So Sam's sister calls, like, Sarah, that's her name. Sarah calls okay. him into the, like, she walks into, like, a room where he's sitting and turns on the TV and was like, you have to watch this, because they're unveiling the new Captain America, and his Don't say his name. Uh, okay. Because they don't say it for a while. Oh, do they not? No, because I gave him a name because they didn't say it for so long. And that's what I will be calling him for the rest of his fucking he life. He looks like a fucking dork. This man looks like he was in a frat party that sexually assaulted underage girls. Yeah. he. This man is so fucking greasy and nasty. I'm furious. He looks anyway, fashy. He pulls, and then he He looks so fashy. fucking fashy. So he pulls tape off of a locker to reveal the original or the previous name that was on there, and it's J.W. And they don't immediately tell me what that name means, so his name is Jeremy Wenner. You know, I wasn't sure how Pilnock was going to land that one, but you know what? Nice joke! So Jeremy Wenner has chosen the location for his cappening. Yes, ma'am. Did Jeremy Wenner get his wags mowed over by a snowmobile? <laughs> he sure did. He had to with a whoopsie. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> going to hell. So Jeremy Wenner decides to have his happening at his high school football field, which tells me everything I need point. to know about this man. Yeah. You peaked in high school, babe, Yikes. to the point where you're in your late 20s and you're still thinking about it. And that's embarrassing. I, you couldn't drag me back to my high school. They show his wife, too. I I, I assume she's his wife because they say, like, love you. And she talks about, like, how she used to, like, break into the locker room at, before all of his games. So they're even, like, mm. high school, high school honeys. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like... <laughs> This is going to sound so mean. I feel like they gave him like a non-white wife and a black best friend so that he doesn't immediately seem Nazi-ish because that's what his face tells me. His face tells me Nazi. His face his tells me literally Aryan brotherhood or proud boys at the very least. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like radicalized on 4chan or something. Hood. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. That man loves Jordan Peterson. Has <laughs> oh, no. every book. He just thinks Ben Shapiro makes a lot of good <laughs> points. It's so important to make your bed, you know? And to not eat a vegetable and maybe get addicted to benzos. He was in the military, so he probably does, like, the cor corners and everything, you know? 
Okay, I, lo- I love a hospital tuck. I don't even... I feel like a little mummy in your bed. So nice. <laughs> little, little straight jacket Gotta be sheets. able to, like, bounce a corner off of it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's on Good Morning America. I guess it's, like, 5 a.m. because it's, like, still dark outside. It's very weird. His sideburns are... Oh, atrocious. They're taped on. Yeah. Like, uh, several scenes you can see, like, a clear line... Like they are full between mutton the hair. chops. They're so bad. And they're fake. They look like so shit. it was a decision that costuming made. And I'm sick of these it's people. It's the, uh, the Bridgerton problem, you know? Season uh, one, at least. Yeah. Season, season two, they one. reined it in. They figured it out. They still haven't figured out wigs on Bridgie, though. No. All right. So he's doing this for $24 an hour and free college. Oh. <laughs> Is that military? Yes! Oh. God damn it. Oh, I'm so mad at myself for stumbling. I'm doing it over. I just read the I read the note and didn't realize it was a joke. I can't believe that this fascist is doing all of this fucking fanfare for $24 in free college and like the signing bonus of a Dodge Charger. <coughs> he did marry his high school sweetheart. He literally married his high school sweetheart. Don't worry, she's going to cheat on you the second year abroad. Oh, yeah, she already but, like, has. She already has. Your, fr- your best you're, friend's you're, hot. Like he w- it was probably him. You're going to come back out and that kid is going to be done cooking mysteriously and also really tan Stop. <laughs> get fucked jeremy wenner <laughs> i don't even i don't remember his real name so that's fine and then we get a title sequence wherein our pal zach in voice chat says i'm not watching this fucking title sequence you're out of your mind <laughs> it's literally just a few seconds he spent more time fast forwarding forward and then rewinding back to- oh my god because we passed it i love zach all right. Uh, God. Okay, so Bucky catches up with Sam in a hangar of some sort. Hold on, right? we see we see some clips of Jeremy Winter like throwing the shield oh, and being happy. Yeah, he's so strong. And, and this is where I'm like, does he does he have the juice? No. He's just so strong. He doesn't have the he, juice. He's he's stronger than average, and like that's why they picked him. But it's like I'm I'm sure it's just like he met Navy Seal like physical standards. But he's not. He doesn't have superpowers. Okay, Anthony Mackie also does not have the juice. No. Bucky is the only juice on our Bucky's side. Bucky's juiced okay. up. The rest of the boys are just normies um, with cool toys. All right, Bucky's our only giga chad. So it's the jawline. Everything about this guy is screaming villain to us yeah. because Marvel can't fucking help themselves. He's blonde hair, um, blue eyes, and was given Captain America's shield. Like, I don't trust him. Come on. It's just, it's just the Anthony Stark's glasses all over mm. again. Like it's the it's the same fucking show, same fucking yeah. movie, same plot. And I hate his nasally voice. Also, he would get roasted on Twitter him. if he was real. But in the sh- in the show, he has like these crowds of cheering fans already. Everything about him makes me want to wash my body with like Dawn dish soap He's to get as much grease off as literally possible. Literally an industry plant. What disgusting psyop. So the. Antifa is called Flag Smashers. Flag Smashers. Come on. Yeah. Come on. And um, their little logo is like a handprint with a globe in the palm or whatever. Which is fine. I'm cool with it. That's fine. Um, the name is just so fucking chintzy. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Also, Jeremy Wenner, I know that man is in an alt-right discord. Yeah. Several. Several. Um. Uh, so then we get to the big three, finally. Hello and welcome to the big three, the podcast that... Oh. Bucky is is, like catches up with Sam and is like, you should have taken you should have kept the shield. Like, what are you doing? Like, yes, believed in you, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Sam says, I've got more important things to worry about. And Bucky says, what would that be? 
and he explains like he's at he's looking into the flag smashers and bucky bucky immediately is like i'm going with you why 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 is you don't like each other why is yeah he doesn't he doesn't like sam he's not part of the military's like like, operations like why is he doing this i was so i was i think it's i think bucky's got no one and his therapist told him to reach out so he's like i guess that's fair this this counts but it's also a purpose it's a mission but this is all he knows his purpose this is also the scene where sam go sam's like talking about the flag smashers and he's like i think they're one of the big three and i get excited because i'm like ding 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 big three i know naruto one piece bleach oh my god jess nate cam the big three i don't even remember uh mirio guy that looks Uh like sasuke girl with electric wavy powers yeah you got mirio you've got uh chicken feet (laughs) eats a squid yeah and you've got curly hair shoot spiral yeah nailed it it's mirio togata aka lamillion quirk permeation nejere hato aka nejere chan quirk wave motion and Tamaki Amajiki, a.k.a. Sun Eater, Quirk Manifest. And I hate that I did that from memory. All right. Uh, but in this in this universe, it's androids, aliens, and wizards. Oh, my. It's so funny. I, I love Sam, like, genuinely. I thought it was cute. I like it when Sam does nerdy shit that feels genuine. Yeah. I don't like it when Sam does nerdy shit that's wearing loafers, khakis, and a blue button-down that's tucked into a belt. Yeah. Yeah. Costuming? Costuming? He does dress like a veteran. Like derogatory, derogatory, but they nailed. Why do it. veterans dress like that? I don't know. Ask my do they dad. Know that they fucking doofuses. Sorry, sorry, dad. Sorry, dad. I I didn't know. I said it at the same time as her. Gonna, I'm oh, innocent. Oh. Uh, do they listen? Bucky also mentions that he read The Hobbit right when it came out, and I think that's very funny and cute. That's really He's funny. A Lord of the wait, Rings. Wait, fan. wait, wait. When the fuck did The Hobbit the come 40s? out? Thirty-seven. Great. Yeah. So Bucky is a Lord of the Rings fan. Canon. That's really fucking mm-hmm. cute. So they are now on a plane, like a military plane, where they sit on opposite sides and stare lovingly into each other's eyes. And the sexual tension in a Marvel piece <laughs> has literally never been as high as it is between these two men in this moment mm-hmm. and later when they're in therapy together. I don't know the exact definition of queer baiting because people have used it too much, but you i is this i think you just love the enemies to lovers trope i think that's your problem i do they hate each other so Mm -hmm. much and i think they should kiss yeah uh yeah so i i just have bucky you fucking idiot and i had to be like what is that about so sam jumps out of the plane and he's got his his wings right bucky goes to jump out and he's like where's the chute and torres goes we're 200 feet above the ground we don't have a chute or it might not even be torres it's some guy someone Uh, and bucky's like no problem and he just falls what was his plan like a fucking rock his plan was wakanda arm i got the juice grab a branch or something or land on my arm like i don't know dog but he wild lands on the ground and then sam goes you know i got all of that on video right and his little drone shows up that's fun I want to like Red Wing to Detroit, but it's so difficult for me because it's such a cheap yeah. writing tool. It, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, it, I write this sucks with 15 U's yeah. because there's four minutes between each line. Yeah. So they, they find a pair of trucks that the Flag Smashers are using to transport something. I'm sorry. I'm rewinding huh? again to when he's jumping out. Why does he rip his sleeve off to do that? 
He rips his sleeve off before jumping out of the plane. That's Jacob Black ass behavior. <laughs> Completely unnecessary. Keep your clothes on. I would love for like Bucky Barnes's character to be the one that we have to go. Does he own a shirt? But that's I, that'd be so fucking funny. That's not what we have here. Yeah, like and and like of all people, it would make most sense for Bucky. He's a little weird. He does. He wears gloves all the time. And like when he was on the date, the girl even asked him like, "So what's the deal with the gloves?" And I don't remember the excuse he even gave. Uh, oh, poor circulation. But he like has gloves on all the time to like hide the bionic arm, which makes sense. But I don't know mm -hmm. why he had to. Is that for us as the audience to be like, oh, right. Vibranium arm. That's what he's doing. But he didn't. And it's all black yeah. now. So we I know think that was just like, for our like benefit. The suit. It's black and gold now. And I think that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that matched. Like the, like the panther yeah. suit. Pretty cool. Was it gold or was it silver, the suit? I don't remember. Uh, it was silver. And then I think they made it gold later in two or in the the big fight whatever yeah shuri's second suit yeah okay. um okay i say jesus the quippy fighting jesus christ jesus christ just fight <laughs> just get to the other thing i hate the fight yeah the the fight scene on these two tracks is really boring so like there's two of them oh my right? god i didn't even realize that's what i was writing about yeah oh, that fight scene was so long and like i Fight scenes. Bucky was just holding on to the underside of a truck for a full minute. We just watched him hold on to a truck for a minute. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Ugh. Fight scenes that happen on top of moving vehicles have a tendency to be fucking fun. Like when you're on a train. I love that shit. However, this yeah. sucks. And like the green screen took me out. Like there was no stakes because it was mm. so, it just looked so bad that all I could think was like, this looks so bad. Yeah. Which sucks. So like there's two trucks, right? One in front of the other. And Bucky goes into the front truck and opens up the back door in front of the behind truck. Not very, like, inconspicuous there. And then it's because Sam had seen an additional person inside the truck and was like, they have a hostage. So Bucky walks in and Carly Morgenthau, which is her name. The Curly. Yeah, she, she's the redhead, like, leader or something. She kind of like Carly Cosgrove. Mm -hmm. She pokes out and he's like, "Are you okay?" And then she kicks him into the windshield. Yeah, she like punches him the fuck out Love of that it. truck. Uh, and then yeah, we have. I don't. I don't have anything to say about this fight scene other than they get their shit rocked. Um, At one point, um, I have a complaint. Mm -hmm. uh, fuck, I don't even know if it's this one because I don't see it in my notes. But at one point, there is a fight on the road. And th these trucks are driving erratically. There's people fighting on top mm -hmm. of them, doing flips and kicks and tricks. Yes. Um, and at one point, someone gets punched off the top into a car. Yeah. Onto it. There are no other cars uh, until, like, that happens. Why was that car riding so close? Yeah. When I see someone driving erratically, I get the fuck away from when them. And that car was like, I would like to be within one foot of the bumper yeah. of this semi-truck. When, when the fight scene, like, ends, it's like one of the guys gets kicked onto, like, some other car's windshield right behind that second truck. Where... What are you doing? Where did that car come from? Why was it there? Yeah. And there's no one driving it this either. Is like, like, the, it was such bad like, writing. The German countryside or something like that. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> it was weird. It's stupid. Uh, and then they get, like, the new cap, like, Captain America. Jeremy Wenner arrives. Jeremy Wenner and his buddy. Lamar Hoskins. Lamar Hoskins, whose nickname is Battlestar? <laughs> Galactica? That's his foot. Like, when they're off the like afterwards and they're like introducing each other he's like i'm battlestar and it's like oh sweetie <laughs> you can't give yourself a nickname it's so cringe it's so cringe and it's just like dude you're just a guy from the military like you don't have powers why do you get a name 
Sorry, you can't give yourself a nickname. It's so cringe. Says someone who introduced themselves at the top of the show as Pildock. That's your birth name. I don't understand My what Christian you're saying. name. It's on your bank account. Uh, <laughs> that's right. It's on your mortgage. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Falk doesn't want to be your wingman because he's like, yeah. come on, you got to be Cap's wingman. He's like trying really hard to sell it's the fucking worst. Uh, Mackie and yeah, he Sam wants he wants Bucky and Falcon to help him out, like so bad. He wants to be part of the team that takes down the flag smashers, and he wants them to help him out because that's what Captain got. Like that's what Steve Rogers had, but it's also like. Bro, you're annoying. <laughs> and like that scene so also annoying. where like uh deeply unlikable. Where Cap like the new Cap like Jeremy Wenner and Battlestar are in their Jeep and they're just like, Come on guys, we'll give you a ride and they just keep walking. Yeah, I fucking really love funny. that. And then like at the end of that scene, like he's like uh Jeremy Wenner says something that annoys Bucky and he just gets out of the car. Yeah. Uh, I I he also asked, does he just stare like that? And he goes, You get used to it. Yep. Like, all right. <laughs> Fine. It was like a medium. Okay, quick. Yep. Um, uh, and then we end up somewhere else. Oh, oh, Curly Girl. Sorry, hold on. I Carly gets a text first that says, "You took what was mine. I'm gonna find you and kill you." So we know that we get a little bit of plot mm-hmm. intrigue for a the moment. villains have a villain. Thank God. Thank God I caught yeah. that. You know, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, um, they say one word, one people. I would like to know what the one word is. One world. That's two words. It's a good message. That's fine. Yeah. Like, I'm back on board. And the thing is, too, could they give me a word, though, do you think? Um, if I asked them real nice. Do you want me to, like, come up? For a no, dollar, no. name a word. For a dollar, could you give me a word? Does it have to be a noun? Yeah. If you want the face you're making. Dude. I just, I want to pick a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Horse. Oh, fucking majestic, beautiful I feel like creature. I <laughs> Great selection. <laughs> the pause. I was like, oh, I gave the wrong answer. <laughs> Fuck, we're so stupid. Okay, so the anxiety. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, here, down here. Okay, so we get the text. One people, one word. <clears throat> Sharon was branded enemy of the state, and Stephen and I were on the run for two years. I don't know. Uh, I, don't I don't know, know what this conversation. About, Sharon shows about. up. I I do know. The, Sharon shows up and uh, she's mad. I don't, I don't pay attention. What oh, hap- really? Yes. Uh, what happens now? They. <laughs> That's my next note. <laughs> That's way later. Uh, <laughs> so. What happens here? When he says, I don't know about you, but I don't want to live my life, La Vida Loca. I think that's episode three. Uh, no, this is when. No. So they, like, after this fight, they're like, those were super soldiers. This is a problem. There's this, The serum is out there somewhere. We have to go figure this out. So Bucky says, I need to introduce you to someone. And that's when he takes him to meet Isaiah. And this part is genuinely so upsetting. Angry man. Yes. Rightfully so. Angry Superman. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I forget where this was, but they, they end up in like some neighborhood to meet Isaiah Bradley, who Bucky met during the Korean War. Bucky was sent to assassinate him, and he was unsuccessful because Isaiah was juiced up. Uh, and then when they're walking around this neighborhood, there's a couple of like kids that recognize Sam and they're like, oh, Black Falcon. And he's like, I'm just Falcon. <laughs> that Oh, so you black kid? That, that was, was funny. really funny. And at some point and like good point. Yeah. And at one point, like, I don't remember why, but oh, yeah. It, Sam's like, well, you spent a lot of time in Wakanda. Are you White Panther? And then. Bucky says something like, no, I'm White Wolf. Oh. That, that's a character. So they meet Isaiah. 
Isaiah was given the super soldier serum, but he was also put in prison for 30 years because of racism. Mm -hmm. And while he was there, they like experimented on him and they took like blood samples and stuff like that. And that's important for later. Mm -hmm. This is like huge allegory or reference or whatever to like Tuskegee experiments, even though Marvel doesn't explicitly say it. And Mm -hmm. if you're unfamiliar with, I do strongly, strongly, strongly recommend just checking out even the fucking Wikipedia page. Yeah. Um, It's horrifying. Yeah. Horrendous. Unethical experiments on um, the black community to figure out more about syphilis, including intentionally infecting them with syphilis and then intentionally not treating them for syphilis. Mm -hmm. And not telling them either. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So justifiably angry, Isaiah. Isaiah is. Yeah, he he kicks them out, and Sam is so upset. He's like, "Why didn't you tell me that there was a black super soldier?" And Bucky's just like, "I think he's been through enough." Like, yeah, he didn't no, want. I like, Bucky said he didn't know. No, Bucky knew back because he knew when he got his ass kicked by the guy during the Korean okay. War. Okay, okay, okay. Because yeah, right. if he's juiced up and he got his ass kicked, other guy must be juiced up. Okay. Um, yeah. And then while they're walking away, they're, like, mad at each other and, like, aggressively yelling at each other. A pair of cops pull up in a cop car, and they're like, what's going on here? And they're both being like, nothing's going on, everything's fine. And they ask- Mind your business, cop. Yeah, they ask Sam for ID, and Bucky's like, just give them your ID, and he's like, no. Like Also, he said, I don't have ID on me, which is fine. You don't have to have ID on you. You don't have to have ID unless you're driving. Down the sidewalk, or I guess they're walking down the middle of the road, but there's no cars. Yeah. And also, I don't think there were sidewalks, like whatever. But they're they're standing in the middle of the street. (laughs) Like these cops get really aggressive and like draw their guns and shit because that's how cops treat black men in America. Mm -hmm. And then they finally recognize that Sam is Falcon and they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Also, can I, like, did he ask for like a. A picture or something? I don't remember. That would something be so stupid like that. And then another cop though. car shows up because they had already phoned in backup immediately. Because yeah. again, that's what cops do. And suddenly there's four cops on two guys, which immediately escalates a situ- situation. That's what they situation. do. You know. Yeah. I can't cops talk. Only know how to es- cops only know how to escalate. Well, yeah. They don't have any interest in de-escalation. And then uh, they arrest Buckward. Yeah, because he's got a warrant out for his arrest because he missed therapy. That's so fucking funny. I was braced for that cop exchange. You could see the cop car yeah. blurry in the background, like the background third of a shot, just yeah. the top of it. And I was like, are we going to do this? And they wouldn't do this. I, I and think they, they could have done a lot better job because you also see like the whole neighborhood is watching. And it's like these kinds of neighborhoods are the ones that are consistently over-policed. Over-policed. Like, Agra- they're not dangerous just, neighborhoods. They're over-policed neighborhoods. Right. Cops just hang out there and try to catch people doing any kind of small infraction. Oh, and gosh. so like everybody's watching to like see what happens because it's also like when it, whenever you see a, a black man getting harassed by police, it's immediately just like, pull your phone out, start recording. Yeah. Yeah. Um this but like the whole exchange was super chuggy and cringe and annoying. I'm glad they did it, I guess, but they did it so fucking lighthandedly that they yeah. might as well not have. And I also um, and- in episode three, like I, I have to wonder if this is all that they're going to do also, and they're gonna say, We did it, guys. We addressed yeah, racism in the MCU. Uh Zach said the cringiest shit in the world is making Ron DeSantis's blood boil. <laughs> 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 like this show's infuriating. This him. show's woke. But, like, damn, Ron, we don't like it either, so chill. Go eat your pudding with your three fingers or whatever. Fucking weird-ass man. (laughs) 
little lizard man. So I involuntarily groaned when I saw uh, Jeremy Wenner in the background. He looks like shit. He makes me feel oily. Yeah, he's gross. Why is he here? Okay, well, so and then he, we go to- he broke him out. He like got him out of prison with the hopes of like, now you guys are going to be buds with me. And they're just like, no. Absolutely the fuck not. They explain also that because he's part of the military and part of the government, Captain America and Battlestar uh, have to go through all of the official channels, get approvals. This is what the Sokovia Accords were about, basically. Mm-hmm. Whereas Bucky and Sam are free agents. They can be a little willy-nilly with the law. Um, they're they're PIs in a cop drama. Yeah. Oh, also, sorry, before they came outside and like talked to Captain, they had therapy together. Yeah. Couples therapy, where they talk about what kind of life they have together, because this therapist is deeply unprofessional and terrible. Yeah, she's not good at this. So and she asks Buck and Falk, who aren't barely friends, yeah. to do this, where they sit with their legs between each other's legs, like, they have to one knee in a dick. Eyes. Yeah. Um, how do they fail to make therapy funny? Therapy is fucking hilarious. It's so funny. This I, is, scene sucked. Just like put them under hypnosis and then they just you cry f- randomly at the smallest things that's what i my therapy experience was you forced two grown men to scissor and hold eye contact with each other and you couldn't make it funny it was for me it was all for me i guess well and um, so initially they just have a staring contest and she's like you guys stop it and like she like yeah. claps so they have to blink and then it does they don't linger on this but i think it was Something that they could potentially do something a lot more with where Bucky basically told Sam, like, you, I, I'm upset with you because you gave up the shield. Steve mm-hmm. believed in you. And mm-hmm. if maybe he was wrong about you, but I'm scared because if he's wrong about you, he could be wrong about me. Because yep. Steve believed in Bucky and his ability and to being be a, good a changed guy. guy. Yeah. Yep. So that's a good point. That was really big. And then they kind of just move on. Yeah. And Sam doesn't even respond to that. He's got his own shit. He's so busy right I now. I mean, he does. Yeah, that's fair. He, but. like, zoned out, actually. He he also checked Twitter in the moment. Um, So Wenner is so fucking uptight, tense. He's got a short fuse. He's the opposite of Steve in, like, so many fucking ways. Yeah. And when they part ways, he says, word of advice then, stay the hell out of my way. Like, fuck off. You said that to Bucky Barnes? I did the jack off. That version. man's a killer. <laughs> that man has killed so many people. He's killed so many people. Uh, we do not trust blonde men. We know this. God no. Show me a blonde man. I'll show you, man. I'll show you fascist. You know. Uh, they get a plan. So then we cut back to the Antifa flag people, mm-hmm. and they one of them's like, "I'll hold off the people chasing us. I'll self sacrifice." Yes. And I think I have the power broker is coming after them, and they're like loading stuff up onto a. There's plane. a power broker. So that's like. So that's the villain that's going after the flag smashers, and this this gets explained in episode three. We'll we'll go we'll get to it. But yeah, so the power broker. It, I don't think it was cops, but it also could have been. But yeah, you you see that these like the flag smashers like have a relationship with each other. Like when they take off on the plane, Carly is crying because she cared mm-hmm. about that guy that sacrificed himself. Mm-hmm. Um, um, he didn't have to again, no. as always in fucking Marvel movies. Um, he's the strongest man. Not alive, but he a lot. Knocked that a normal pole man over, ran and back to run! the plane. Why didn't knock he? the pole over and run? It's not like the jeeps can. Well, maybe eventually get over that thing, but like that would have been enough time. Yeah, if, if you you're a super like soldier, seconds. you're really fast, so you're outrunning them back to the plane if they do come. Even after if you, you don't make it to the plane, you can escape and re-circle like, on your left type deal. You have super yes. speed also. 
It's just fucking stupid. Yeah, it is. Um, There is a completely unnecessary. They cut to Agent Whoever under the plane saying, or, or whoever is the villain saying, they got away. I don't know who that man is. That scene was unnecessary. I knew they got away like that. <laughs> it, fuck. It was just so funny. Um, And they say they're going to go meet Zemo. And yes. I forget who Zemo is. And then I say he's the Hitler scientist. No, he's not. No. I mean, he is the emo sad boy that Mr. Makanda let live at the end of Civil War. Yes, exactly. And I that's, got there. That's when I messaged our group chat, just like, do MCU fans just like cheer and clap every time that they get to see a secondary character from an older movie? Like, what yeah, is this? Yeah, like a fucking baby with keys jangled in front of yeah. them. Ooh, I don't give a fuck about this guy. And he he sucks. He's obnoxious. <sighs> like, he hates He's Hydra. So and that's why they're going after him, because like he knows okay. more about Hydra than anybody. In... Civi or whatever he was, mm-hmm. whichever movie yeah, he was from. Okay, so in Civi, he was not super. No. He couldn't fight super well. He no. was kind of trained. Mm-hmm. He wasn't super smart. Mm-mm. His whole thing... He was um, just conniving. He was conniving. He went under as a therapist and he had a gun. Oh, sorry, and a bomb. So just keep this guy away from weapons yeah. and don't let him put on a lab coat and you're fine. He well, doesn't need to be in super secret solitary. The lab coat thing, he he doesn't have like, he's not a scientist either. I meant the psychiatrist. Oh, thing, okay. So. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So his the way that he was able to get away with so much is that he knew like Bucky's like secret code. Code words. Also... I'm I'm skipping ahead. I'm skip like we're in episode three now. So they they mm-hmm. go to see Zemo in prison. Bucky goes in alone because he's like you're an Avenger. He hates that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's in there, Zemo starts saying the sequence of words, and Bucky's like, "Yeah, that ain't me anymore." Yeah. What? When did that happen? Wakanda. They fixed him. Mm-hmm. How does that work? So you make a, an incision in the vast deference, and then you just tie it up in a little bow, and then no more spermies. It's his whole spiritual journey where he goes to Wakanda and finds centering and meditates. I thought they were just fixing his arm. Mm-mm. Spiritual hmm. as well. Okay. Yeah. Well, good for him. They healed his soul? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so like all of Civil War, it's like he set off the bomb that killed King T'Chaka mm-hmm. and p- pinned it on Bucky and then he knew Bucky's code words and got him to like do shit for him. Like mm-hmm. that was it. Yep, yep, yep. Right? Yep. Okay. But like everyone's so also, afraid like, of him. He's not powerful. Yeah, and then he's he like found- a fucking twerp. Found the video of like Bucky killing uh, Tony's parents, and Tony got oh, yeah, mad yeah. about it. Yeah, uh, he made a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bucky, you made a fucking Batman, dude. Not That's if so his will. <laughs> All right, so we cut to Jeremy Wenner, uh, who has such incredible heel energy, which is wild because I like wrestling heels. I think they're funny and enjoyable, and they yeah. add a lot mm-hmm. uh, to the dynamic. Not this guy, Jesus Christ, he's no. deeply unlikable. That man, that man has harassed so many women in college and military. Yeah. No, he yeah. sucks. Um, um, Bucky. <laughs> he gets told off and his first reaction is, do you know who I am? Oh, That's God, his first yeah. reaction. That was for Jeremy Winner. Because a narcissist. There was a group of people that was, that provided how, like temporary housing to the Flag Smashers because they agree with the cause. And because they don't have any other leads, uh, Jeremy Winner and Battlestar are just going after civilians that like we're providing refuge to these people and Unbelievable. yeah i thought he was gonna like punch that guy like i thought he Me was too. gonna go like full war crime or some shit i thought he was gonna tilt yeah yeah Fucking gamer moment and i think it was his buddy like Smash had to pull him away <laughs> yeah oh, disgusting christ um but bucky also starts a prison riot yes okay so 
Bucky, this entire episode is going so hard into the brooding and sulking and like my poising to be man. sad. Yeah, Tumblr fucking loved this show. I just know it. Um, and he wants to break Zemo out of jail, and he's telling Felk exactly how he would do it as we're cutting to like scenes of hypothetically how that would go until Oopsie Daisy already did it. Here's Zemo. Here's Zemo. <laughs> and, and he says, quote, you want to break out the most dangerous man alive. Fucking is he? I don't think so. I don't know. It's He can't fight for long. He's been in jail for at least five years. I don't know. It, I think it's ten. At the end of this episode, like when they're when they're with all the shipping containers and all of that, he's like going, he put Where on a mask and suddenly he's like shooting people left and right. It's like, where'd that come from? Where'd you get that stamina from? How can you do all of this? What's you, happening? You want to know my theory? Who trained you? You want to know yeah. my theory? I think he's power Is it broker. bad writing? Because <gasps> he put on a mask. Ooh. And yeah. like, and the mask I, was there waiting for him. And, uh... When they get to Madripoor, there or like when they get somewhere, there's a mural that says like "Power Broker watching you" or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, no, it's not. It's Did not you Google him. spoilers? No, I just oh, wanted Audrey. to. I googled Zemo Power Broker, and it wasn't him. Okay, don't worry about All it. All right. All right. Um, do you know who it is now? Maybe. Uh, so they have to go to. Z- to be clear, I didn't even know who the, there was a power broker when we sat down to record this. So like, they mentioned it know. several times. Whatever. Okay. Uh, regardless, so Zemo says we have to start investigating. Like, start it low. Like, work your way up through like Hydra, like goons, basically. And he mm-hmm. goes, the place that I want to start is Madripoor, which is a criminal sanctuary city island run by the power broker. So it was a pirate town, and then they kind of just never were lawful. They just, it's a lawless place, kind of like that one planet in Guardians. Yeah, that makes sense because it's in space. Name a place on planet Earth that would do that in the year 2024. That's not a thing. But criminals just end up there because they refuse to extradite people. And there's a high town and a low town. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They have to go there. They have to appear as criminals. So fucking Zemo's got his like fur lined coat that makes him look really goofy. Yeah, he looks ridiculous. And then Bucky is the winter it's the soldier. the same coat the Victoria wore in Twilight. You're right. Until Eclipse, she wore kind of like a purple one. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, wow, you're a freak for real. I know. Uh, <laughs> so, and then Sam is dressed up as something tiger, smiling tiger. Yeah, I don't know. And he goes, I look like a pimp. And Zemo goes, only an American could think that a well-dressed black man is automatically a pimp. And he's making a good point. That's fair. That's Making fair. points. He doesn't look like a pimp. He looks Zemo, like himself. Zemo, ally. No. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> listen, Zemo's whole well, shtick was that he was anti-Hydra and anti-Avengers. And honestly, points were made. But he did kill King T'Chaka. That was kind of fucked up. That sucked, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we could fix him. I think I think he's reformable. I think he's a little stinker. And I think he's a Loki energy, and people give Loki so much fucking leeway. I guess that's true, but it's because Tom Hiddleston's done a lot of attractive. Murder. Zemo has no lips. No. And, like, hear me out. This is going to be controversial. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston has no lips. Mm-hmm. And he does look like Jared Leto in that one movie that we were discussing. Oh, my God. It's so, so it's fucking uncanny. freaky how much he looks like Jared Leto. When he plays a vampire alongside Tilda Swinton... He looks like Jared Leto. I don't know what it is. That's Jared. That's Jared. It can only be Jared. (laughs) All right. 
Um, we get to the fucking he's out of line, but he's right. Like, I don't like it when Marvel does a circle shot for a poster, does a line for a GIF, does, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you're trying a little hard here to go viral or whatever because your executives told you you have to. So they're undercover and Anthony Mackie is in this red suit pretending to be someone who's like barely talking. Yeah, he doesn't want... Easier. And it's also like they don't like the bartenders ask like you want the usual like he recognizes him as this other dude. But, but like by the name, I guess only. I don't know. And then he cuts out. That's what I'm furious about. The shot with a snake. Yeah. Gut. What the fuck? That is so disgusting and completely unnecessary. Yeah. Completely unnecessary. And for like a gag where like he has to drink it. Why? That's just cruelty for the point of cruelty. Like, just pull out a vial that says snake venom and put it in yeah. there. Or, like, a bottle of, like, snake guts. No, not even... What? It, like, I don't know what this even is. Like, are they... Is it the, know. like... It's so weird. Ooh, like, foreign taste. I think it's for so, kids. Like, I think it's, like... Well, maybe a little bit. Other is always bad. But I think it might also be for kids, like, the... Like, this just looked like a bit that I would see on, like, Is this show for kids? Because they say shit a lot. I don't know. Oh, and I guess they they removed a lot of the blood in like after edits on this show also, which is very annoying to That's me. It's funny. It, like this yeah. Ozzed's like it should be a very violent show, but it doesn't feel that way. They're kicking the shit out of each other yeah. constantly. Okay, we yeah. have to move on because Manor's going to die again and I don't have the patience for it. They they have to go up to see Selby first. And like they get into a fight in the bar and then they end up up there and she knows about C the serum and they're discussing what mm -hmm. she knows. And where the people are that might know more. Um, and then Falk's phone rings and she says answered on speaker and it's his sister and he tries to play it off. And it goes medium okay. It's it, weird. They, they're not distrustful enough until she calls him Sam. Sam. It's not funny. It's not no. interesting. It's like poorly written. That could have been a fun bit. It sucks. It, it could have been um, a fun they bit. Kill yeah. it, but they didn't lean into it. And then, and then they just kill a bunch yeah. of guys. And then they're walking in the open streets despite having a bounty on their heads. Like, what did you expect? Yeah. And get shot at. Yeah. And then there's some mystery sharpshooter who's keeping her them alive. And oh my god, it's Sharon! Sharon Carter, baby! Sharon Carter, sharpshooter of the West! Yeah. So she's been on the run from the U.S. government because she helped steal Captain S.H.I.E.L.D. And like, whatever else happened in that movie... And everyone just forgot everybody about just her. Everybody just forgot and about left her. her there to rot. Like what the fuck? Everyone was just like, "Thanks for um, becoming a felon, Fucking like a mega super traitor to the country." Peggy Carter's niece, Bye. and we just forgot about her. Did she steal? Oh, she still she stole that shield after Peggy passed. Uh, I don't know where it lines up on that timeline, but really, like Steve Rogers, Steve never went and visited her. Huh. Steve, okay. you dropped the ball like all over the place. Like, what are we doing here? Like, you kissed her. Steve really fucked Sharon's life. Like, holy yeah. shit, dude. They had that nothing kiss in a party. And it's just like, of all, like, so many other people working with the Avengers break all kinds of laws, but she went too far. Everybody else got forgiven for that stuff. Yeah. So she asked them for a pardon. They say, come with us. And she goes, no, just give me that. Yeah, she doesn't even ask for it. They offer it. And then she has to be like, so you want me, you are like holding my freedom over my head to get me to do what you want. Like, that's kind of fucked yeah. up. So she agrees to help them find Dr. Nagel, who Selby like gave them information about. Nagel mm -hmm. allegedly has been making the serum. So Z I think it's like. All right. 
they Sharon ends up getting them like the location of this guy, but because they killed Selby, there's like a bounty on their heads. I think it's like a thousand Bitcoin or something. I think that's what that text said. Kill myself. I thought it was a big. I thought it was a crypto. Yeah. That's, I'm pretty um, sure. So fucking cringe. Because, like, a uh, thousand Bitcoin, uh, two dollar. Two dollar? I just, out of curiosity. Oh, it's, it's a fuck It absolutely money. is. Uh, yeah. It's like an inconscionable It's 30 million dollars. Because yeah, one Bitcoin right now is 30,000 about. Yeah. I was like, no one, no one's buying a Bitcoin mm. right now. Like, it's a. You either mine it or she, you're well, a Well, A, fucking, it's a shitty like, currency. Hey, I just fixed my tweezers. Yeah, I'm happy. really proud of you. I like that not not mm-hmm. only are you not li- like watching the show when it's on, but like <laughs> you're zoning out of the podcast too. I'm so fucking bored, dude. I love you so it's much. Not, I would talk to you about I anything. Know. This co- this content is so like this show is we c- bad and they should We feel could bad. just start talking about how Stephanie Meyer hates women. I just think it's to? really fucked up that we have vampires as a genre being seductive and manipulative monsters but the only seductive manipulative monsters in her movies is bella well no i i I more mean like the things that victoria and maria did where they're actually manipulating people to do their bidding i know we talked about it already but i will say again for the pod since we're talking about something i care about Mm -hmm. finally um vampires throughout media always tend to represent whatever the current moral panic Mm -hmm. is whatever society is like freaking out about so like you get the original dracula who was the other the foreigner that they're trying to keep out and then you get like um vampire diaries where it's kind of like sexy again uh that's the the vampire diaries everything is all together (laughs) yeah that's like those all happen at the same time and that was like teen abstinence and that's you said that's when we had like mtv's 16 and pregnant and teen mom and all these shows so it makes sense that the vampires came out and were like Sex is the thing that we're afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like technology that we're afraid of. And then there's like the very, very wealthy that we get afraid of. And like monster movies do a pretty good job of mirroring society's panics. And Stephanie Meyer's fucking panic was women. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's why she wrote all of her characters as either Bella, evil, or mom. Yep. Yep. And then Bella becomes mom. So it's like, what do we even, what are we doing? Do you want me to do lightning rounds like I did for Captain Marvel to finish out the episode? Yes. Okay. So they find Dr. Nagel. He's in a bunch of shipping containers that are secretly a lab. There was a trick door. They found him. Sharon is on the outside. There's a bunch of assassins trying to kill the guys because there's that 1,000 Bitcoin bounty on their head, right? So she's fighting off all of these dudes by herself. And like, I knew she was a badass, but like, what's the deal there? You know what I mean? <laughs> there's so many. Yeah. And it's like around corners and shit, but she's doing great. And she's like calling them this whole time, like, guys, we got to go. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like they're questioning this Dr. Nagel guy. He says there's 20 super serums that he made, all stolen by the Flag Smashers. And then I don't really understand the dynamic there either, because the Flag Smashers later on, Carly calls him to be like, can you save this lady I know with tuberculosis? I don't know what her deal is. Right. She dies. That was weird. That's the lady that dies. And uh, so she had called the doctor and asked for that. So they must be on good terms, even though she stole the super serum. Whatever. Or she's desperate. Uh, And then Zemo gets just like fed up. He's like, all right, I've had enough. Shoots the guy. He is right to do that. That's a Nazi. Uh, And then somebody shoots a rocket launcher into the lab. They all get out. Zemo's like, we don't know where he is. Uh, So they're like shooting. They're running back and forth. Whatever. Zemo puts on the mask, shoots a bunch of guys. What the fuck? 
Yeah. Uh, Which guys does she shoot? I couldn't. Just like some of the assassins. And then. So he shoots, he shoots the, bad the bad guys, guys. But he does it with a mask. What With the mask on. He takes it off, shows up in a car. I don't know where he's doing this. Where is he getting all of this? Yeah. There was just a car? How fast is he? Wasn't wasn't the wasn't the mask in the back of the car? Yes. I guess that's true. Car. So he'd he'd already found the he found it like in storage or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because when they meet up with Zemo after the prison riot, it's in like an underground like carrier where he's got all of his like family's cars. Cause he's I don't know if we mentioned this, he's a baron. Wildly, wildly wealthy. wealthy. I didn't know he was Private a baron. plane. That level of stuff. Which is a yeah. really convenient thing for the plot in this show, because otherwise, how sure would they get around? It's really stupid. Uh, and then uh, they they so now they know that there's 20 of these super serums out there. They have to they're going to like try to try like track down all of them, I guess. Uh, Carly Morgenthau stole 20 vials. Yes. Danya Madoni needs help, has tuberculosis. Yeah. I wrote down these two names. And then only. we end the episode with the Flag Smashers raid and bomb a Global Repatriation Council storage facility. They go in, they steal a bunch of these supplies. They've got all of the employees there, like, tied up. And Carly even says as she's leaving, you had six months of supplies here, and you're just sitting on them. Which is, like, could be a commentary on, like, how inefficient we are at, like, giving aid. That's yeah. true. It is absolutely true. Yeah. It's a good point. But then she leaves, yeah. and her, like, pan- companion is like, why didn't you get in your car? And then her car blows up. And blows up the building. And he's kind of like, yeah. what the fuck? And she's like, it's the only thing that people will like pay attention to. Which like, I kind of understand. Yeah. But they're doing the thing with Marvel villains, where if the villains have a sympathetic cause, we have to make them comically evil. And it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And Desmond, the name of the actor, who is impossibly He is gorgeous. gorgeous. He's got nice hair. What the Good fuck? That man is so pretty. Anyway, and an Australian accent. Oh, yeah. Jesus oh, Christ. also okay, at the end, uh, Bucky is convented. But he's appalled. Yes. He's appalled. Uh, one of the Dora Milaje shows up and is like, where's Zemo? Because he killed their fucking do- king. Oh, was that okay? Was that No, Okoye? it was not Okoye. It was somebody else. Sorry. Um, I literally wrote... <laughs> It's ele- all caps. It's 1130. The edible is hitting its bedtime. I should be watching Succession in my bed with my dog and a nice candle. Oh my god, a house a house exploded or something? I don't know. Okoye? Yay! It's- Night! Exclamation point. And that's the end yeah, of my notes. It's not Okoye. <laughs> are we watching three through or four through six of this? So next week, if you are following along with us, we will be covering episodes four through six of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Because you don't love me enough to save me from it. Because you don't love me enough to say we can watch something else. We- you can pull the ripcord at any time, baby. You want to watch... See, you don't know what you want to watch. Watch We We can watch Morbius. We can watch Morbius. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. The MCU Thoughtcast is filmed in front of a live podcast audience in Alaska. If you want to follow the hosts on social platforms, those links are in the description, or maybe they aren't. Don't follow Pilnock. She doesn't want that. This episode was mixed and edited by Nathan Norman Brandt. Our theme music, Chase, is by Sugar Crash Tats. And our art is by Aaron Moeller. We love them. Have your pets spayed or neutered and your boyfriends too. Goodbye.